Welcome to another episode of Planning Phase Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us. I had audio technological issues for whatever reason. It just seems to be that night. Maybe it's Father's Day. Maybe Emperor, Emperor Palpatine was like, nope, you guys are not allowed to go live tonight. I don't know what it is, but either which way, we are live and we are excited to bring you a new episode of Planning Phase Syndicate. So right now, before we do anything, it would be amazing. Anybody that's watching the stream, if you would like, you could reach out to your friends, your discords. If we get enough people in here, we'll give away some cool crap at the end of the uh, stream. So bring as many people as you can into the stream, throw the links up in your discords, throw them up on Facebook and anybody that's watching this live um, and is going to post in the chat at the end of the show, we'll do a, some sort of a raffle for a couple of different prizes that we put together. Um, and we, we aren't going to reveal exactly what they are, but I do believe we might have some dial covers and we might have some, some tokens that we will be able to give away. Without further ado, though, welcome to the show. This episode is going to be our sixth episode for the year. And it is amazing because we're going to talk about initiative order and engagement. Some of the pilots and cards that uh, affect it, like the Torkoal Mucks, who sucks, by the way. Um, pilot card that this guy disgustingly changes you to initiative zero. And um, we're going to do a new segment, which is titled, What is Your Spark of Hope? Where we're going to actually kind of go around and talk about, you know, what brought us into the game today and why we're super excited to talk about X-Wing. And then at the end of the show, we'll do like a system malfunction. We're going to kind of talk about uh, 90 degree rotation mechanics because that's one mechanic that a lot of people don't know a lot about. It's not a super popular mechanic unless you play Separatist, and um, which you should always be playing Separatist. And we're going to um, kind of talk a little bit about some of the other pilots and the other factions that accompany it. But without further ado, why don't we bring my co-host in, Charles, the man, the Mandalorian, Hello. the burnt tank top guy, and Matt, the building hero that everybody needs. Welcome to the show, everyone. How's it going, guys? Good. So, I know we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but how how was your how was your week, everyone? Uh, my week was good. Um, I climbed the ladder in Nickel City's Ladder League, which was fun. I got some table time for actual X-wing. Uh, I got to grill out some good steaks and lobster yesterday on my smoker. So far, it's been a pretty solid five-day weekend for me. So I don't have to go back to work till Tuesday. So I'm enjoying every minute of it. Works for me. How about you, Matt? What would you do this week? Oh, busy, busy, busy. Starting a business. So been very, very busy this week. Got our first order for our business. Uh, big order. Congratulations, so, bro. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. Other than that, just been busy. Been in the shop, working a lot. And... As, unfortunately, I must be the bearer of bad news to the people in, in chat. Uh, there was some technical difficulties on, you know, mechanics and making side. So, unfortunately, dial covers are not available. But, as a bonus, we do have still tokens. Those I was able to salvage. Yay! Yeah. Awesome. So, okay. we... Awesome yeah, awesome tokens. They are, and and so we we our goal is is to start doing some giveaways. We started creating some some token things for some of our Patreons. Um, if you would, you can head over to our Patreon page and join in over there. Um, we'll be more than happy to um, you know, take any membership 
essentially all the proceeds are going to create the stuff. <laughs> it's like, like there's no money in the pocket. It's a hundred percent designed to um, help create a community and give back to everyone. Um, with that being said, why don't we start our first topic? So t tonight we wanted to talk about initiative order and engagement, right? And that's, to me, that's one of the more popular things. One of the more the, the things that I focus on quite a bit when I'm, you know, content creating and list building, right? Because to me, the big thing that I have an issue with, right, as everybody knows, is Torkel Mux. Torkel Mux is the bane <laughs> of my existence. I am not a fan of him. But with that being said, we, we also have to talk about other aspects of initiative order because initiative is essentially extremely important to the game. So I'm going to flip over and, and Charles, why don't you bring up a couple of cards with different initiative initiatives on them? Sounds good. All right. So his favorite is Fenral, obviously. Um, Absolutely. Um, let's see who else throw, throw me some names. Um, so pull up Vader. There you go. There's IG eighty eight A. Uh all right, Asaz Ventress, I guess we're only gonna go scum. Is it is, is it isn't there any better yeah. factions than scum? <laughs> Major vendor. There you go. So those are some good ones. Um, so the 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 initiative is that orange number next to the pilot card, and essentially there's like a couple of different things you want to know. So when you're doing a you're building your squads and you're building this, your initiative essentially helps dictate the order of engagement you have and the order of um you know other different effects. Okay, that's enough cards. <laughs> different effects that you're going to have. So for example. Um, you know, one of the big things uh, that they have, right, is when I'm doing an initiative and I, and I have initiative six, I want to be able to move so I can maneuver. It's more of an ace style, right? Whereas if you have, if you want to bring up like a separatist drone, that is an initiative one. So it, as an initiative one, that, that shit moves first. So in my world where I love to block and do all these fancy little things, you know, um, I have the the a difference that I do, and that's kind of like, well, if it were up to me, I want to go through and block, right? That's the big thing for me. If I could go over and block, then I could stop other ships from being able to do what they do, you know, and take actions and all these other things. So, so kind of going back a second, we want initiatives based specifically on what play style we have or what we want to accomplish with that list. So your initiative is the order. Now, before we get into that, and I think it's important, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's important we talk about the initiative role, right? You, your, your total points that you can have. So if we were to have total points, for example, you can have up to 200 points. Now, if you're in, I don't know, we'll call it Charles's world, and you have all pilot sixes, and your 
your wing condition is specifically designed around um, the fact that you have to move last. You have to take a lawyer, a lawyer, a lawyer, a lawyer cost, a lower point cost. Jeez. You must, you must bring a lawyer to the game. You must bring a lawyer to the game. But if you don't bring a lawyer to the game, you're fired. Um, so now you throw me off, bro. The, um, the idea though, right behind that. And, and this is why it's very important is by bringing that to the game. You specifically are able to outmaneuver somebody else. So you get only a set amount of point costs that you get completely, right? There's only a set amount. It's 200 points. So if I want to move last or I want to move first, I have to make sure I underbid my opponent. Now, Charles, when Boba Fett in Scum was popular, what was like the lowest point that they were they were going for? Um, I remember like there was a Gurry Fen list and the Boba Fen list and a Boba Gurry list. And generally speaking, I mean, the lowest bid I've ever seen is someone building at 178. And that was just crazy. Normally, your bid is five points or less uh, in, in general situations. But it can vary depending on the list someone's playing and how deep they're willing to go to ensure that they get to go first. You don't always want to go first. Um, sometimes, like for instance, if you're flying Advanced Sensors Gurry, or you're flying Vader, or you're flying Supernatural Reflexes Kylo, um, or any of those high initiative level pilots you want to go second so the the low bid is not necessarily who's that's the most important part when it comes to that is who gets to make the choice of first or second so if you're flying a low initiative list you want to go first so you can get those blocks if you're flying a high initiative list you want to go second so you can get around those blocks um so initiative order plays a lot in that and your bid really drives that Johnny. Uh, interesting take in chat. Uh, he mentioned that for new players, uh, going at initiative one or two can be nice because then you don't have to worry so much about whether or not you're going to bump because you're kind of blocking. Uh, you only have your own ships to worry about in the ships where their positions already were. So really, if you are learning to play and starting to learn some of the maneuver templates, he is very correct. To be able to go first at that low initiative, you do add a little bit of an advantage there, so or have at least Absolutely. a little bit of an advantage in the fact that you don't have to anticipate your your uh, opponent's moves necessarily. And it's funny because Johnny and I were actually having a very similar discussion a couple of nights ago. Is um, are aces better than swarms, or are swarms better than aces? What's better, I mean, yes, pilot abilities course, or multiple shots? And it really depends on the play style um, because I've seen Chris do amazing things with swarms that are all I-1 pilots and they all move together and they do things. But I've equally seen Chris do some crazy stuff with ace pilots and high initiative. So it really just depends on your play style as well. Yeah, I think the big thing here that everybody, you know, that people really, really, really want to see is is the... the ooh, I just lost my headphones. Is the bait basic idea of what strategy you want. So on my side, one of the big strategies is for me is to swarm, kind of like what Charles says. But there's other things you have to consider. Do you share the same pilot skill as your opponent? Do you want to activate first? Do you want to create a block uh, component to stop them 
taking any of their specific actions. Now, some some ships can still continue to take actions without it having, you know, without it having to be a big thing. But that's one of the things is most of the time you lose your action. Um, another thing is, is do you want to be the first person um, when you attack to have to deal with your conditions from crits, right? Do you want to, you know, specifically be able to tractor somebody first, right? Or shoot at them first, you know? So, like, you have to consider all of these millions of different type of cards that go into your list. And, and a lot of times, you know, obstacle placement can be a thing, but I don't usually choose my... Uh, specifically, I don't choose my list and my initiatives on obstacles. I don't know if either of you do or not. For me, it depends. Like sometimes I will choose my list based on initiative. Um, for me, where one of my biggest pitfalls in the game is remembering what order my ships need to activate in. So I'll have like the perfect turn available and ready to go. Um, and then I forget that one ship moves before the other and it completely screws everything up. So having everybody at the same initiative order or the same initiative uh, step allows me to choose who goes first and when they go. Uh, it makes it a little easier for my limited intellect uh, to fly. Um, but so sometimes I build, but most of the time I'm just trying to throw what I pick one ship that I want to fly, build around it like a tent pole and hope to hope to goodness I can fit what I need to fit in there. Yeah. And that's, you know, the other, another thing about initiative, right, is like you were saying is, is, is your, and this kind of gets a little bit into engagement and I didn't want to quite get into it yet, but it kind of gets into engagement because if I want to shoot at the same time. So Charles, uh, why don't you, um, why don't you kill those, some of those cards. Are I don't know good? if they're on there or not and bring up, uh, for me, Nash Windwider and bring me up, uh, another alpha, one of the other alphas. Whatever the initiative four is, it's like an squadron. Alpha Squadron, something or other. I can get you the Saber Squadron. There you go. I'm dumb. I <laughs> doing a segment. Oh, there you go. What you don't you remember every single ship in the game? What? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's amazing. You're only calling out Empire pilots, Chris. Man, it, it is because I, I what I want to go for. There's a reason to bring Nash up because Nash's ability affects all the other things because he lets you stay on to the end of engagement. But um, the, the big issue, and I'm sorry, not end of engagement, end of getting killed. So like in this case, if somebody, if, if Charles's thing comes in and shoots one of my saber squadron, because of Nash's ability, my, um, my specific guy stays on. I can spend the energy and I get to go after and aggressively uh, try to hopefully kill Fenoff, which doesn't work if he's range one. Almost in any situation, because it's uh, invincible at range one for the most part. Um, Charles also brought up Warthog, because Warthog's the other one I always go to. I love running Warthog. He's one of my favorite um, in the Republic set, and I actually think I ran that against Charles with four V-Wings uh, this weekend. Uh, maybe last night? Did we do it last night? I don't remember anymore. But um, <laughs> we we ran... I ran a squad with Warthog and these V-Wings, and they just naturally live. And so the difference between the two initiative engagement shots, right, is with Nash, it only affects one ship, right, A. But B, he immediately gets to shoot. So if Charles is shooting me, and this is why initiative can be extremely important. Charles is an I-6. Go ahead, bring Fenn back up. I like Fenn enough. We 
get him on the screen again. Um, I yeah. <laughs> um, so bring bring Fen back. There you go. There's Fen. And so with Fen on the screen, right? He's gonna shoot me at six. If that sca- sa- saber squadron doesn't have Nash, he dies. You don't get to shoot. It's done and over with. Now, can you bring up uh, Fader or bring up? I don't know. Give me. You know what? Give me Luke Skywalker. Is Luke Skywalker Han Solo? Give me Han Solo because he's uh, Initiative Six in Rebel. In Rebel. Luke is uh, Wedge is the X one. Yeah, or Wedge. Anybody else that's a a six. So there you go. So see how Solo is a six. If Fen killed Solo off, Solo gets to shoot. All right, you can go ahead and remove Han. He's not that great. Just kidding. Um, Wow. I don't Dang. like Han. I'm not a Han fan. Now, I like you Han Scum. I love Han he Scum, suffers. though. Yeah, he suffers from heartburn. I do. You like Scum Han, but you don't like Rebel Han? Yeah, I love Scum Han, actually. It's fun to play. He's tricky. But we're not going to talk about Scum Han in that aspect. We'll talk that's about... That's a different episode. Yeah, that's a different episode. And I think that's a fun episode to have. But anyway, so the initiative would be in when Han is shooting back at, at Fen, if you know you're going to die... And you got focuses and things like that, and you're like Charles rolls five dice with Fen for range one, and hits all hits, and you got two hull left. You ain't gonna spend that focus unless you're gonna die. So Nash comes in and says, "Hey, sir, you're gonna get to shoot right away. Whatever tokens you have, and all these other things, you're gonna continue to shoot back at whoever you want before you leave this earth. It's like a parting gift." Warhog, on the other hand does not let you take that initiative change. So essentially, that Saber Squadron goes from a 4 to a 6. Warthog says they're going to still shoot at that 4, but they don't get to die. So again, it, it goes back to, if you know as a Saber Squadron, you're going to end your life, or your life's been ended, your plane just hasn't completely blown up, you still save that focus token, or whatever you have, until you get to shoot. So, that's the huge thing when it comes to engagement and understanding initiative order because you run a bunch of six. You want initiative. You want to choose whether you move first or you move last. You do. Like every single time. It is very important because you don't want your vehicle to get out maneuvered. And you can ask um, my son about that because my son and I actually played a game this weekend where he played vader in the x1 and i played vader in the defender both i6s we gave him because he's a newer player the option do you want to go first or second he goes second guess how many times i could shoot at his vader? two times that's it <laughs> two times every other time he was able to outmaneuver and a defender is a hard thing to outmaneuver to some extent too because the vein defenders are very versatile in their movesets anyway so now we're we're going down i'm going on a tangent i apologize um so that's like an ace. That's the advantages of having an ace. If you want to talk swarms, now we're getting into it. And Charles, if you want to pull up a swarm, I don't care what swarm list you bring up. Just bring like three or four ships up for a swarm. And it, it, when you talk swarm list, you're talking, do you want to move first or second? And in the Separatists, the way I build Separatists is I don't genuinely care if I go first or second for the most part. I want the max amount of destruction power I can get. I want either eight drones or seven tubs, or if I'm doing cartel spacers, I want, I think I can only fit seven now, right? We can only fit seven of those. You, you can fit eight. They're D- 20, just no toys. Two or 20. No, I think they're 22 each. Um, as of last build. Hold on, let me find out. Keep okay, so if they're 20, 
each you can add some toys into there as well. And in cartel space, I'll tell you, cartel spacers are not as fun to fly as a vulture droid swarm is, but they so are. I apologize. Okay. With, uh, flat, so no ways you can fit eight. Yep. And they, without toys, they are they do less damage. But at the exact same time, you can still run eight of them. So if you move second and somebody blocks you, you're going to have a hard time taking your actions. And that's the same thing with these Federation drones. You do not want to have be blocked by your own. So the idea becomes in uh, is that if I'm flying Cartel Spacer, I'm probably going to take first player to move first. If nobody else has initiative one, so let's say you're flying against initiative sixes, you go ahead and take that first player all day long because you do not have to worry about whether or not you're going to take actions or not. You're always going to move first. Every single time you get to move first. Whereas in the other realm or the other world, you would not move first, you know, and if you had another I-1 and you're going against I-1s, you could just be blocked. So if Charles ran Cartel Spacers versus my trade federation, we would have, uh, we would essentially want to bid each other a little bit because of the fact that I want to move first no matter what. Now, I don't know, Charles, I, I don't, I'll never run cartel spacers that much. So uh, you tell me, would you, does running first or making sure you get your actions against another swarm imperative or is it something you can live without? Honestly, I don't think it's something. So the Trade Federation drone, just speaking openly, right, gets an ability that no other ship that. I have access to has, and that's the network calculation. So as long as somebody gets an action, you're okay, depending on who's getting shot. With a cartel spacer, it is imperative that you get your focus um, so that you have it for defense. You're only rolling two reds, so you got a 50 shot of dealing damage. Average is one in a two dice shot, two if you're lucky. Um, so having that focus is, is imperative to your offensive and defensive output. So, yeah, moving first with cartel spacers are extremely important. Yeah. So that's that's part of the, you know, when you're building your list, you have to think about that. And, and a lot of people, so, again, if you're just playing in your local or you're playing with friends, you don't have to worry about meta per se, right? You know, like, I ran a bunch of tri-fighters last time I played locally. You know, uh, I hang out with... At, uh, I'm probably not going to run this, but I'll probably run First Order, and I'll probably run some other ships. I probably don't care too much. I'm going to just kind of go for the fun element. But if I'm playing like in a tournament or something, I got to think all of these things through. And I think the idea becomes it's a really good idea to think through. Because again, Charles moving first means he gets to shoot first. Right? So, tell Spacers, adding that tractor beam token is of great value great value like huge because you're going to shoot first throw that tractor beam token that ship now gets one less green dice no matter what it is and if you look at my drone <laughs> he's only got two to begin with <laughs> i network calculates but if you throw a tractor on i'm getting one that's it getting one and if you're i'm lucky enough to strain you i get nothing yeah and you could also be moved out of range that's the other thing too it's possible also yes exactly matt yep moving somebody out of range is Huge. So against an I-1 swarm, Charles being able to shoot first, that's huge. Same with my droid. I want to shoot first. You know why? Because I want to spend all my green tokens on offense, and then even if I can eliminate three of those, three of those cartel spacers, that's they're still going to get to shoot back at me, but I'm not as caring, because I'm doing nothing but aggressive out output. That's what I care about. I want to kill you. That's what I want to do when I run a swarm. 
I don't want to be evasive. I don't want to regen. I don't want to feel good. I don't want to be a clunky Han. I want to murder you. I don't want to live forever because I'm a drone. I don't care. Cartel spacers. Well, there's some human life there, though. Also, the 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 power of first when you shoot first, you also can strip tokens, and um, by stripping tokens, you do take away the defense or offense, depending on whatever whatever one it may happen to be. But you do take the offense of those of those shots coming back at you too. So, uh, yeah, I mean that also is is a key of those first shoot first kind of things. Yeah, and that's exactly right. That's that's like huge. Right, you be able to strip a token from somebody, and 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 you can ask Charles how many times on he stripped tokens from me last night when we played. How many times? Every every oh, bloody time. <laughs> every oh, time. So so just to be clear with everybody, I'm running. I've been testing dual uh, shadowcaster list, dual lancers, um, and with Asajj, if you are in her mobile arc at range zero two you have the option to get rid of a green token or take a stress. And if you take a stress, she had lots Razi crew, so I could spend your stress as basically a, a focus token for a green die. I could change a blank or focus result to an evade. Um, so being able to throw a stress down or strip you of your green token is huge. Yep. And that's that's the big thing there, right? You know, and Asajj is really cool with lots because you can she she's like a ten nub for scum. Mm -hmm. Ten nub spends his own stress. Lots spends the stress of the other ship. Which, Charles, that's that's actually really unique. And you know what would be broken if a shadow caster had two crew. That's the one thing we were talking about. Is like, can you imagine running lots, lats, and Zam on the same ship with Asajj? That would just be like the best thing. Like I like. Oh, you're gonna do stressful maneuvers. Oh, I'm gonna get rerolls for free. Thank it's you. Big ship too. Imagine, like it's one of the few big, large base ships that don't actually have the two crew slots. Yeah. Yep. I love that ship. Actually, I own one of those, and I think this week when we do our local, I think I might run my aside. I think I might do that, <gasps> just because I really Airplane love scum. I might. Yeah. Yeah. Charles, yeah. you're gonna miss it. It's gonna be crazy. It's either that or keep practicing for the tournament. I don't know. But that's a whole. That's a whole migration. Um, of things. So, just as kind of a recap, initiative matters because you could get initiative killed. People can shoot you, you'll lose your turn. Um, the other thing is, is do you want to be able to focus fire, right? Having the initiative allows you to focus. Fire. I guess I, we could talk about that for a few seconds here. I think focus firing is very important as well. And if you think about it, you know, when you run a swarm, that's how you want to focus fire. If you are running just a three ship aceless or kind of like a four ship rebel you know salad type thing you are you being able to focus fire is a little bit less likely right because you're not going to typically put your ships in this little clump it's not going to happen you don't usually want to do that because you don't want everybody to be able to shoot at all three of your ships <laughs> you want them to have to deal with one so the other can kind of come around in a pincer move and and take care of you and and, and again charles like in charles's list with his Lancers, he did that. He put two, one on each side of the board, and they came in, and it's like, who are you going to go after? You got to pick one, but you're going to go after him. Now, he, he did get killed by uh, some thermal detonators. So, I did, he forgot I did that. 5K into, into five thermal detonators. It <laughs> yeah. was not a <laughs> pleasurable experience for me. That doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> he did forget that. But, 
you know, on the opposite side of things, it was very amazing in the aspect of those ships can, those two large base ships can do pincer movements <laughs> and it forces you to make a decision. So focus firing is amazing, but when you're in an ace list or you're doing some of these other things, you're not worried about focus fire. What you're doing is worried about stripping tokens, putting as much damage in as you can and getting away and not getting shot at. And so your initiative helps you not get shot, move away, make it easier. One of Charles's most hated ships ever, Sintir Fell, is insanely good at that. He is so, so good at not getting shot, if you play him right. I'm not very good at it. I usually lose my Sintir Fell right away. But I'll tell you, it's very fun to run. And you can run a 666 list, similar to our initiator 66 episode. You know, we got to kill some clones. Give me Sienna. Give me Sintir. And give me Vader. We ain't going to have clones left. Talk about clones. Kill Jedi, man. man. No, I kill the clones. Well, you can kill Jedi. They only run, Jedi oh. only run in like one faction, man. I only get Jedi in Republic. I, and I guess I get them in Rebel too. But Rebel I don't get and, you know, Jedi. And, you know. They're not in re- what, what Jedi are in Resistance? How many? Like two. Well, there's one. Just the one. Oh, one. Right? Okay. Do so you even need worse. more than one? Gosh. Yeah. No, yeah. When you play Jedi Republic, in... you get, I don't know, like 20 or 30 of them. Oh, yeah. They're all all the Jedi are in are in Republic. Yeah, there's more clones than all the other ones. So if you want to be technical, Leia was part of the Resistance, and she was a right. Jedi. She's but she's not Jedi. a pilot. Yeah, she is. It's a Falcon. In Resistance, no, that's the Rebel. That's yeah, the Rebel. Oh, the Rebel. Rebel. Oh, sorry, but she's still a crew. She still has Force. Her and Luke, oh and then who do you have? Well, you have Kanan, Kanan Jarrus. Uh, yeah, there's not yeah, very many. Resistance. There's really there's not many Rebel. There's not really many for any of the other ones. Yeah. All right. I think we've gone in the weeds far enough. <laughs> well, welcome to wrong. Chris Running Academy 101. That being said, mm-hmm. going to jump into roll call in just a second. So, our roll call, our rail call, our roll call tonight is presented to you by Charles the shirtless wonder and he's going to be talking about some cards that affect us um and affect your initiative and engagement order so charles i'm going to hop back over to the other one and it looks like you've already got uh you already got the ships up working on it uh so it's fine otherwise i can bring them up too buddy i have to say it that is like the epitome of a florida shirt right there you're not wrong you are not wrong (laughs) I think it's the Florida shirt archetype. I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. It was it was 90-something degrees here today, so I'm Ooh. comfortable. There you go. All right. What do you got in store for us today, Charles? Oh, the, the, get rid of that ship. Can you get rid of that ship? I don't, I don't think. I don't believe that ship actually should even be in 2.0. Swarm tactics? You're going to stare for the rest of my segment, Chris. Get used to it. You know what? I'm going to get my profile picture, so whenever I turn my camera off, you have to see it. Ouch. Anyway, so what we're talking about with our topic of being initiative, uh, focusing on initiative and things that you can do there, um, I brought up four cards um, that really can um, affect, really? <laughs> Just keep going. I'll put it back. Keep going. Um, so, Squirm Tactics allows you, uh, at the start of engagement, you can choose one friendly ship at range one. Uh, if you do that ship treats the initiative equal to yours uh, until the end of the round. 
Um, so you could fly Vader with an I-1 TIE Fighter and choose that TIE Fighter, and that TIE Fighter gets to move at 6. Or, well, start of, start of engagement gets to shoot at 6. So you get to shoot at the same level as an ace pilot. So um, can I ask a second? Would you ever do that? Would you ever actually say, I want my TIE Fighter to shoot before everyone else? Maybe Night Beast. So here's the thing, and I'll I'll go to Torkoal Mux really quick. So early, early on in 2.0, there was a list archetype uh, that ran Torkoal Mux with the Moldy Crow, three Kiraz fighters, and Captain Seabor. If I put you at zero, my I-1 fighters can PS kill you. They can kill you before you get a chance to shoot. So, yeah, if I'm, if I'm flying a swarm and I can get enough guns on you, like, for instance, you were talking about how hard it is to hit Sunter Fell. If I get Sunter Fell in two arcs, and I can take two range one shots at him before he has a chance to answer anything, absolutely I'm going to do it. Now, have I ever built a list around Swarm Tactics? Um, not since 1.0. It was a little bit different at 1.0 because it allowed anyone at range one to, to share. So, like, you could have one I-8 pilot with a Swarm, and then you could pass it around as you needed. Um, but it does affect the the initiative order for the engagement phase. Uh, similarly, the Han Solo gunner for the Rebel faction, uh, during engagement phase at initiative 7, uh, you get to perform a turret attack, uh, and then you cannot attack from that turret again this round. Uh, this was a huge, huge crew on the Falcon for a while because the Falcon has the bowtie arc, so it it's left, right, or front, back. So if you had one ship in your front, uh, then you could shoot, and then when it got to the actual initiative, which was six, he would get a second shot out the back. It works very similar to how Big Man works now, uh, allowing you to fire at two separate targets. This just required they be in opposite arcs of each other. Um, but it allowed you to shoot at a seven, uh, which is crazy, because right now in 2.0, the I, or top initiative is six. So that even gives you the opportunity to PS kill an ace uh, off the board. Um, heightened perception. I tried to run this against Chris uh, on my I-4 Asajj Ventress. Uh, but the list Chris bought had everybody at three. So I was already an ace and didn't get to use it. Um, <laughs> that was the best um, part. So I didn't do that on purpose, though. Wasted, wasted three points. Um, but with heightened perception, at the start of engagement, you spend a force. If you do, you engage at a 7 instead of your standard, so you're still only getting one shot. Uh, you get to engage at that 7 range. Um, and then using Torkoal Mux, if someone is inside your arc, uh, anywhere, range 1, 2, or 3 inside your arc, and if you put Moldy Crow, you have a 180 degree arc, so you cover half of a very large bubble, um, you can make that ship shoot at a 0. So if Vader flew in, Range one of three I-1 pilots, I can kill Vader before he gets to do anything and take him off the board. Um, now, going back to Warthog, Warthog kind of neutralizes a lot of this um, because Warthog doesn't care what your, what your initiative level is. Warthog says if you're killed during combat, you're left on the board until combat is done. Um, so you still get to shoot at your initiative level whether you blow up or not because you don't come off the board. Nash is a little different, because if your pilot gets killed, like if I do fatal damage to your pilot, uh, <laughs> Nash, Nash will 
simulator allows that pilot to immediately activate uh, or engage at that pilot level. So it doesn't keep it on the board, but it'll take a, you know, it takes an I-1 to an I-4 if need be, uh, so they get that shot when they die. Um, there's not a lot of mechanics in the game that really mess with initiative order, but the ones that do, if you're not prepared for it, like, I would liken it to anyone that plays Magic the Gathering. Uh, it's like a counterspell. If you sit down against a blue player and you built green monster or you've built red and you're centered around being able to cast your spells and somebody is just counterspelling everything that you've got, what are you going to do against it? If you're flying three aces and I take one of them to a zero with Torkoal Mux, every on my list gets a shot at that zero before he gets to do anything. So if I can kill it, I don't got to worry about your initiative order. Or if I can shoot at a seven, it doesn't matter if you get to go first because I'm going to shoot at you first. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities for initiative order to kind of be messed with with these cards. Um, I really didn't think of any off the top of my head other than um, these that would really affect initiative order. So these are my cards for roll call for this week. Um, I think that they're fun. I know you hate him. I know you hate him. Um, I like Torkelmux. I think he's a lot of fun in the right setting. Now, I will state that in the wrong setting, I have been across the table from Torkelmux, and I've also flown Torkelmux and caused a couple of um, non-positive gamer experiences uh, where it ruins the game for somebody. I've played it against Chris before I knew Mux had a problem with Torkelmux, uh, and that's when I found out his hatred for that pilot. But I've also flown it in other tournaments in person, and it can create a negative gameplay experience. But in a major tournament, like if you're going to run this at a regional level tournament or a store championship level tournament, you win, he does well. Uh, the downside, Circle Mux gets two evade dice, so uh, he burns quick. Yep, he pop, burns pop. out quick. Pop, pop. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's it for my roll call for this week. These are the cards that I think you guys should pay attention to if you're really wanting to mess with initiative order uh, and move stuff around affect the game too when you've seen those uh, initiatives and start changing that kind of stuff around purple monks you already see what what happens there there are other things and you've seen other lists like there was a crazy one with ray and amlin hold where they did swarm tactics look back through some of the old gsp streams see that there's some really neat things when you start playing with some of those uh, those, uh initiatives it really can change the dynamic of the game quite drastically yeah. so Amel and Holdo list was nuts because you could take Ray from an ace level pilot down to a one on purpose so that she could she could hold on to that cloak token for as long as possible to see if she needed to shoot. And if she didn't need to shoot, then she could keep the cloak token and just keep flying around and being a, a Millennium Falcon with four evade dice. It's horrible. It was terrible, terrible. I played against it in a tournament. It was terrible. It was horrible, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. I that list. Maybe we should run that list against your Torkoal Mux list. There you go. Bring it. I'll, go. I'll, I'll erase the need for Swarm Tactics because I'll take Ray to zero. <laughs> you probably will because Ray's, Ray's pretty good. Torkoal Mux sucks. Everybody knows it. It's the first shirt that we'll produce at one of these times. And uh, yeah, Torkoal Mux sucks. Um, with that being said, let's jump to our next segment. Uh, what are we going to do? Oh, let's do the news. What is your spark of hope?
So that's this segment is a new one, and it kind of plays off of our "What Turns My Dial" segment, right? Like we, you, you hear us ranting all the time. We rant, we rave. I hate Torkelmux. You never hear the end of that. That'll be like the theme of the show for the rest of your life, is my guess. That's my guess. I, I probably will never like Torkelmux, um, which is funny, and, and this is funny because I like alternative win conditions, and Scum offers a lot of those. Actually, weirdly enough. Um, and that's that's kind of a big thing. So what I wanted to do though was create a segment that's about things that we really like, right? You know, like what got us into um, X Wing this week. You know, like I had a really bad week or I had a great week, and what makes me come back and play this? Game, right? What makes me want to come back and play the game? And I think that's that's huge because if we want to help bring new players in, we we got to be able to articulate why we like the game, right? My kid hates playing the game with me because of the fact that um, I played longer, more of the movements. I can anticipate some of the stuff. I understand what they do, how the combinations work. They don't. He, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like to lose either. So that's kind of his own fault on that side. You know, he's not a very good loser. But when we played this week, you know, I convinced him to play and I was like, hey, let's let, I, I will pay a list that I've never ran before, which was one TIE fighter, a the Phantom. Um, with Palpatine on it, and um, the upgrade title, and then um, Grand Vader and the Defender, right? And fun list. It was very. I've been reading. Um, I I read a lot of books, but I essentially read a lot of Star Wars books too. And I'm in the middle of Lord of the Sith. I don't know if anybody's read that. We should have a book club. I don't know. Maybe we should do a book club with everybody. But Lord of the Sith is uh, a 2016 that I've been reading that I believe I believe that's canon. You all think I think it's canon, isn't it? No, you don't uh, know. If it's a book, I don't think so. Books are legends, I believe. Now the new Thrawn ones are not. And neither are the new High Republic. So I think I do think it's I do think it's canon because it's new enough. Since because Disney uh, did a thing. We now we're getting into like an after show. Like so we'll do that as an after show. But um, <laughs> I enjoy a lot of the Star Wars books, so I wanted to run something because in that one, Darth Vader and um, Palpatine have to deal with being on Ryloth by them, you know, with just the guards and all these other things. So it's kind of like very episodic, right? You know, and that's what I really like about it. So we, that was my, that's my, was my personal inspiration for playing X-Wing this week is because, hey, I was able to put something I read in a book on the table and I've done this, you know, in, the past, whereas how many times the Soon Fell and Darth Vader in a book together or on a movie together? Anybody? Anybody know? Never. Thank you. Like it's never. How many times is Jango Fett and Boba Fett in in the same movie together? Uh, two. Thank you. Good. Hey, damn. You get, we should do a trivia thing too. Two. I can't believe that. <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think either. Of us would get that. <laughs> like ah. Uh, no, everybody so would say you want one. to estimate how many friends I didn't have in high school. <laughs> mm. So the idea, you know, like that's that was kind of the inspiration for this segment. But I, I think it's really a fun thing to do because I really enjoy these other things in the future. Kind of like a technical thing that we're going to talk about. We'll do a show on Epic. So I'm working on lining up some people to talk about Epic. Um, Matt and I actually got into Epic weirdly enough during. Um, COVID because uh, the when we went into COVID there was only like 
so many people we were allowed to see, right? And so, like, we had to pay. So Matt and I actually hung out in his garage during the summer once some of the stuff started to side, side down. And because Matt and I are very similar um, in lifestyle. So, like, like, Basically, quarantine for everybody here. We had quarantined ourselves for multiple weeks on end at that point in time. And we were both kind of like, well, we haven't had zero contact for two weeks. So, yep. you know. So Matt yeah, and we I, we played played a game of Epic together. It was it was really fun. It was um I had never done it before. I played another one with my son, and I think I think we played a third time. I think we've done it a third time. And so anyway, so the idea sure. is is well, just curious with your Epic, did you play 1.0 Epic rules or did you play the 2.0 where the wing moves based on how the wing leader flies and you use the template to move all the ships? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, then that's that's very enjoyable. I love that as someone. Played 1.0 Epic. 2.0 Epic is far superior. I love 2.0 Epic. Yeah. And that new ship. Interesting get, Epic. Yeah. Get in, get in touch with us on chat, by the way, if you're interested in doing some part of this Epic with us, please. Yeah, because we're actually going to, we are going to set up some stream game. We're going to do this on TTS and we'll take, if, our goal is we, we're going to have to see how long it takes to learn. But essentially the idea is, is I got a, a couple of guests I'm working on lined up and we're going to do segments where we learn how to play epic and then at the end of it we're going to open it up to anybody that wants to play that watched all the streams that wants to play online with us and that sometimes up and we'll we'll play epic online i mean it, it would be better if it was in person but i only own one camera so like i don't know if we could, i don't know if we could do a bunch of epic stuff in person because you'd almost need like two like cameras way high yeah. up because it's a I six by three mat that's uh, that's a be interesting yeah do Eye lens or something on that, like an old Beastie Boys video. Yep. Not a fisheye lens, actually. We might actually be able to make that happen. I have a, I have that. May have the proper lens for that. Oh, even better then. So Matt, stop promising things. <laughs> we'll we'll it, test it. May. I didn't, hey, there was a May in there. All right, all right. Matt and I will test this theory out in the next couple of months. Go. But we got people online um, to do the episodes with us that teach us how to play Epic properly, because that's kind of one of the big things that I have an issue with is not understanding. Every one of the detailed mechanics, like I mean, Matt and I were like, "Oh, this seems like a stupid interaction." Do you really think you have to shoot seven times with this ship? I mean, I have all the little red things. I, I do. I get to shoot seven times, you know. So anyway, it would be fun once we learn the rules. What Matt? What was your, um, what was your spark of hope for the week? Actually, there was uh, recently there was a uh, tournament uh, on and that kind of. So they slowly trickle them out on YouTube. So in my very busy schedule, I have a chance to like listen basically to some of these, these, uh, these videos on YouTube. And I, actually, you get to hear some of the things that people put on the, on the board and you kind of get to um, hear like a pilot never flown or like the other day, for instance, or, or whatever it is. And, and you think about that and you're like, wow, that's really interesting. I never about, thought about putting it on, on, to this and i never thought about that interaction uh that's really really cool so, you know when i hear some of those sometimes my mind just starts going and then i start putting together you know other lists and stuff i'd like to fly um just discovering new ways of putting together different uh, crews and different squads uh just to be a little bit more exciting uh have have a little bit more gameplay where so that's another real so that's one part of it and then the other part of it too that I like that AMG and FFG AMG now, but FFG 
essentially so far has put together a shifting meta by shifting points adding crew new crew new pilots new uh, uh, you know what i'm saying any sort of like uh, modification ordinance you you get what i'm saying upgrades that you mechanics can that yep there you go adding new mechanics but i mean not that there's tons of new mechanics but like this flip for instance be an example of that but uh basically by by them shifting how uh, the points interact and how all the different uh ships interact uh it is really neat to see that and to to have that morphine meta as well as to then hear about the meta and then put some of them together and have your own thoughts and put put your own squads together trying to to uh to make like sing if you will or, or something that think you would play that would yep. really take advantage of it in your own style you know for sure all right Charles. also making these tokens can i show yeah. a tokens can i show the tokens? show the tokens yes chris yes yeah go ahead don't, you don't right. need my permission man <laughs> they're little baby yodas look at that baby yoda target lock sets one through four that is Some amazing good, good goodies yeah, we were able to uh, had a little bit of a, a laser malfunction, so they are not uh, perfect, but they are as good as you're gonna get. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think anybody else has Baby Yoda like person physical tokens either. Not seen. sure. Um, I've seen them on TTS, exactly. but had a green sheet of, uh, of acrylic, and I was like, "What else to do?" Baby Yoda. There you go. I don't disagree with that. Charles, um, as far as uh, my sparkle, um, recently, um, during COVID, like typical tournament formats are fun. Don't get me wrong; I like hyperspace. I like extended. Uh, there has been a boom of people kind of developing their own tournament rules um, and running different non-sector tournaments. Um, so, like a Clone Wars tournament, where there are no you pilots you could run as many of one named pilot as you can fit into a list if you wanted to run it um like, hold, hold I, on I, like an autopilot drone yeah because it wouldn't be unique oh but i think God. a drone yeah yeah exactly it'd be um, fun to end up with eight i think wouldn't what does they stop at eight charles or no yeah six eight so you max out at eight but you'd have four rounds before all eight of them blew up and you ran, you ran you the game out so that'd be a really quick really quick little four run but um, we play. I played in a tournament at the beginning that was put on by uh by another squadron that was um showing love to generic pilots. You could only have one of any ship chassis on your team, uh, and you could not have any um any named pilots. So you had two hundred points to build generic pilots, and you couldn't have multiples of the same ship. So like when you have these non sequitur tournaments, it forces you kind of out of your comfort zone. Um, in different build styles. Like for the one where I had to run generics, I ran a YV-666, Akima Gila, um, uh, Jumpmaster 5000, and um, Skurg Bomber. I ran those four generics together with minimal upgrades, and I had like 37 health. Um, <laughs> which is crazy because there's only 32 cards. There's only 32 in the damage deck, 33 cards in the damage deck. So, you know... 
you you run into a bunch of different stuff today for instance um over on nickel city x they have what they call a ladder league uh and so for anybody that's played need for speed blacklist it's very similar you have 10 people that are ranked from one to ten whoever's in the first place is the leader of the group if you will uh that person is the monarch uh, and they get to pass arbitrary list-building rules as long as it doesn't give someone uh, the advantage over somebody else. Um, and then you play. And you can challenge people up to two levels above where you are. Uh, so I laid out a challenge. The arbitrary build rule was that the ship total was a max five. Uh, and you could build up to 222 points. Cool. So I built a list on the fly. Uh, I flew Guri with Dalen Oberos and um, uh, a naked Fang Fighter, uh, the, the one generic Fang Fighter. Um, I loved using Dalen Oberos. That's another thing that, that lights my spark is using pilots that nobody uses. They, they printed them. They want to see them play, but because it gets in the way, we have an entire stack. I'll bet I could get a stack of cards this thick of pilots that have never seen the table because there's no way to combo their ability. Into, um, into game combinations or anything like that. Like, there's just not a way to do it. So, the, we have a slew of pets that will never see the light of day. Um, so running people like Daily in a tournament, nobody expects to see that pilot. There's no way to plan for it. Um, for those who don't know, and Chris will be talking about this in a minute, so you'll be able to see it. But Dalen, no matter what he does, it doesn't matter if he's stressed, it doesn't matter if it's a red maneuver, a white maneuver, or a blue maneuver, if he fully executes the maneuver, he can take a stress to rotate 90 degrees. So he can fly past your ship, take a stress to rotate 90 degrees, and have a range one shot. Um, that's a crazy, crazy mechanic if you can get it to work. I will be fair and honest, I took one action with him the entire game because he spent the rest of the game just piling stress after stress after stress after stress. But again, it's a mechanic that nobody uses because the Star Viper is not hyperspace legal, and they're a little cost in a uh when it comes to the ship so it's really difficult to to judge um but those are the things that make me love x they're just doing things that are outside the norm and doing different stuff and and being able to work um the one last example of that that came out everybody has talked about how horrible the scum falcon is uh, and i'll carry this flag until i die we saw in the last uh gsp tournament it went coast to coast from game one to the final table, at the end of cut, undefeated with a with a scum falcon, um, which is something I never thought I'd see. But if you can find a list that works, it's amazing. So go ahead, Matt. Go ahead and do the giveaways first, though, because uh, yep. because of all the people, it says we had seven to nine people in there, and it, so you just might as well just say, hey, anybody that's listening, if 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 you made we it through all our okay. audio issues. Send yeah. over your information um, in our Discord. Right. The, the link um, is attached to it, and uh, send it over to us. We will mail them out. Um, and and then essentially, so I, this this takes the thunder away from the things. But Matt, go ahead, go ahead and show everybody as a Vanna White what they could be getting. They are getting these right here, beautiful tokens provided by the designer theory. Gorgeous. Baby Yoda, one through four target lock tokens. All yours. What? Oh, yeah. Well, no, they'll get to take them out themselves. They're adorable. They are Baby Yoda. They're very well done. 
um, you know, some free issues on there. But yes, please make sure to send a private message to uh, either myself or Charles or Chris, and we will get you your set of free tokens. Awesome. So if uh, anybody has any other, you know, uh, we, we, we do these giveaways all the time. If anybody else, you know, wants to join, we're going to do a quick construct the Death Star, I think. And then mm. uh, we will, we'll see, we'll see if it works. I, and I apologize. This is all new technology. And I don't think I've, I've I don't think I've had this issue before until right. today. So I'm through. Chris looks like everybody's saying we're good. Good. Awesome. All right. Let's construct a Death Star then. Shall we? Charles, you are in the hot seat today. Sir. Oh, I'm in the hot seat today. All right, then. Yep. And you know so, what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? You ready for this? I'm not vetoing anything. Go. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. No well, what, what faction do you multi, think, Chris? Nah, multi-faction? Build me, dude. Oh, wait. I'm That's not right, vetoing anything. I forgot we did multi-faction. Okay. In that case, I am anything. going to let's see nope. here. Throw I'm going to have it right seen right in under a minute. That let's bus. see here. Go ahead, Matt. You go ahead. Take it away. Okay. Oh, I get him in the first. <laughs> Is it me? Okay. 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 Um. So, let's see here. I want to start with something small because it's it's too often, but it's something we haven't seen. So I am going to start you out with. Tucker in the V19, baby. All right, then. So, who? Tucker? Tucker. Who is Tucker? Did you never see Tucker? Uh, it is a V19 pilot. You guys haven't seen it. It's a V19. Uh, it's a Republic ship. It says after a friendly ship at range one to two performs an attack against an enemy ship in your forward arc, you may perform a focus action. Basically, you get a free action after a friendly ship performs an attack. It's a pretty good little ship, especially at two, uh, as long as you remember his trigger. The key, remembering his trigger. Uh, it's pretty good. So honestly, I would suggest uh, putting on orbits if for me. Charles, oh, no. yeah, it's one one of the, think, yeah, it's one of the few ships that I don't own in real life because uh, the only way to get it is through the Jedi pack because it was never released right. uh, on its own. Um, what is Tucker? Never released really? on its own. Uh, when you perform an attack against an enemy ship in your front arc, you may perform. After a friendly cool. ship performs an attack. One to two. Yeah. Uh, Let's throw oh. cluster, uh, cluster missiles on him. He he doesn't have a whole lot of room for much, but we'll try it with cluster missiles. That sounds fun. And I am going to give you an autopilot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You got four turns to make use of 12 points. In fairness, <laughs> though, it's only 12 points, though. So, I mean, it's, it's not that big of a hindrance. And, no, okay. I agree. So, we didn't explain this. So, let's go back a little bit. Last week, we built a Constructed Star list, which is a for funsy list that we play against each other in our Trench Run series. And the idea behind this, though, is the fact that we're using multi-faction. We're building multi-faction lists because it's fun. 
because mm-hmm. nobody ever does it. I've never ran a multi-faction list in my life against anyone. So we're going to go ahead and, and do this. So I'm giving you an autopilot drone, which has no upgrades, oh. blows up in four turns, and hopefully you can't get it close enough to me to do any damage. Fair enough. All right. And then what What? what missiles did you decide on, t- Tucker? Was it cluster missiles? Yeah, yeah cluster. cluster missiles on Tucker. Cluster. All right. All right. And then you ended up with an autopilot drone. Uh, did you put anything on it? You, you can't. can't put anything on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's naked. That's true. Naked. A naked. You send him out naked. All right. Uh, okay. Resistance. I'm, I'm pulling in the resistance. And I'm giving you a pod. And I'm giving you a V Marathi in the pod. Ooh. All right, then. I'm getting all of it. Like, is this like the most, the hey, smallest ship Hold on. you can build? We got to go. You got to check if these I'm going are for numbers. I'm going for numbers, baby. There's no, no, uh, oh, yeah. We did do hyperspace. Yeah, you did. Um, oh. Yeah, nobody's checking. Oh. Hold on. Let's check. We could see. One's fine. If he's hyperspace. So That's V is hyperspace. You can't do you can't do that. You can do mag pulse warheads, proton rockets, or concussion missiles. Uh proton rockets then. Okay. You know what? No. Put mag pulse on there. I've never flown mag pulse. Those sound fun. Throw mag pulse sure. on there. And so we have two ones. You you in order to get Tucker's ability off, we should give him a higher initiative ship. All right. I got an idea. <laughs> Tucker's my ace. Woo, I Tucker will be your ace. <laughs> really? You want Tucker to be your ace? I don't know. If no, sure. you don't. You don't want Tucker <laughs> to be the ace. Come on. Let's at least try to let him use the ability. Ah, man. <laughs> All right. Is there, what's, what's Lambda certified in hyperspace? Uh, nothing, right? Nothing. Lambda was never released in 2.0. It is not hyperspace legal, oh, no matter what. Man. Yeah, all you right, can get the right. Reaper. You can do the Reaper, or you can do the Decimator if you want uh, something that carries crew. Yeah, no, I don't want to do any of that. that. That all sounds horrible. I don't even remember what my list was. <laughs> I don't remember what your list was either, to be honest with you. I just remember you tried to screw me. That was, you know, fun. We didn't try. We succeeded, sir. Why don't we... Get, is, is a resistance... Um, <laughs> is they one are of not these... Too, nope, they're not uh, oh. hyperspace. <laughs> They've never Man, been released. I'm just like striking out left and right. <laughs> so is is it so so explain what the 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 2.0 is like what why why can I only pick certain ships for high, hyperspace? <clears throat> so for hyperspace the initial qualification for what is hyperspace and what isn't was that it has to have been released since the start of 2.0. So at the very beginning of 2.0, everything was hyperspace because we had just gotten the uh, the initial upgrades in the pack and everything. Um, but since they've started releasing ships, you only that's why like Star Vipers are not hyperspace legal, um, you know, stuff like that. Things that haven't been released yet in 2.0 are not hyperspace legal so far. All right. So how has about a T seventy X wing? Hold on, has the M three A been released in two point? I don't think yeah, it has. Yeah, I think so. Mm-mm. I don't think it has. All right, I'm going to give you this lady, Kai oh, Thorelli, in the T seventy X wing. Yep, and I'm going to say, and the reason I pick it is because after you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through a friendly ship you may perform a evade action and 
while you don't think that would be very good, you put her behind the other the other ships, they move first. If you blockade them, you easily get in a free evade every round. Who's next? Matt? Me. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right, I'm going to flip over to... Just curious. 119. Okay, so we got plenty of room. All right. I'm actually going to flip over to uh, First Order, I think. Oh, okay then. We haven't had any First Order, and I feel Apparently like... Apparently there, uh, there is a time breach amongst this because we got First Order. We have clones <laughs> in the Oh, yeah, we're, all, we're everywhere. Oh, oh, yeah, we're everywhere. Um, I'm going to give you a, a, a solid piece because I think every list should at least have one very solid piece, and that is Scorch in the FO. Down. Next time we do a multi-faction, I think we should have a rule that we should build lists out of pilots that cross the factions. So, like, you get Anakin mm-hmm. in the Ada, Anakin in the uh, the Delta... Anakin, or excuse me, Darth Vader in the Defender and Darth Vader mm-hmm. in the X1 and see what four Anakins can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, I'm going to give you Ion Limiter Override on Scorch because I think that's a hilarious upgrade and I think everybody should have it, period. <laughs> <laughs> Next, anybody got right, uh, any? Can you guys give me one scum ship? No, sure. You, you got no. one. It's an autopilot drone. Oh, yeah. You already uh, do. Yeah. 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 You're done. No more scum. Yeah. No you more scum. All right. He literally oh, gave you the lowest man. point one. Hold on. Yeah, no. I'll give you well, another one. How about a Y Wing? I'm in. Here you go. Here's a Y Wing. Uh, you know what? Which one? <laughs> Here's the worst part about this. You don't. I don't know which Y wing is scum. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's the um, um the other one, not the B the BTLA four. BTLB is yep. BTLB is resistance, or not resistance. That's Republic. BTLA four is the modern Y wing. Look, it's got better We've blues than the other one. Three names too. Really. All right, and it's got to be hyperspace. Is the name pilots? Is that what it is? I no. believe so. I, uh, scum I think wing, or are we doing scum I think it's only the uh, Maxine Warrior and um, uh, the veteran. Uh, you can have in the gentle security you officer, you're not a security warrior. officer or a Maxine Warrior. Yep. Those are the only right. ones. Those were just released. You're getting that one the, uh, with the new pack. So which one? Gentle. Gentle security officer. Uh, I want a dorsal turret on that bad boy, please. Or you know what? No, I want an ion turret. Veto. Ah, uh, really? All I'm right. not vetoing anything. Give right, him a dorsal, dorsal turret. turret. You get a dorsal turret. Sorry. All right, all right. Can I at least get an R4 on it? Sure. Yes. Yeah, too. you can. Yep, you can have an R4. <laughs> Those things suck. Yes, you can have an R4. <laughs> No, they don't <laughs> suck. I love the R4s. No, they're so random on my V wings. The ship itself is rough. Let's be fair. That ship is rough. <laughs> All right, so you got ten Surprise, points guys. left. We're gonna. Have, oh man, we could put crew. Ooh. Are you we, gonna let me? Are you gonna let me draw, draw out the ten points? Man, I want to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need Ben and uh, Danko and Ben working, please. Give me your addresses. Um, 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, Never mind. Well, I got one. I still have my veto, so go ahead. Go ahead, Charles. You you put something on, and I'll decide whether Let's I'm going to get rid of it. See here. Um, can I get thermals on the Y wing? Yeah, I'll give you thermals. Yep. All right. I'm okay with that. And then, since I have never, uh, in the history of my playing this game, flown an actual X-Wing in X-Wing, what can I do there? What titles are available for the T-70? Just the black one? It's just black one. That's it. No, that's no fun. Uh, what's the hard point? Uh, that's any missiles or any of that stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, still in cannon. There you go. Yeah, throw that on there. I don't even know what that does. Put that in. Where am I at no. points wise? You're you got four left. Four left. Um throw a crew on V Marathi. Spend the and... four point four point crew on V Marathi. That is my limitation. Go. I don't know. Some of me says you should do the on solo, but that's really worthless. Um What's Chewbacca do? While you perform an attack, you may spend two energy to change one focus to a crit. May yeah, ask... put that on the put, no. that, put that on the shuttle. Come on, it's a little shuttle. Oh you can God. knock it off and put it on that. No, that's awful. What's Larma Daisy do? Uh, <laughs> while you have two or fewer stress, you may perform coordinate, reinforce, or jam actions even while stressed. Put that while on there then. Let me have that then. All right, that's more scummy. If I can't have Chewy, let me have that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I should <laughs> let you have Chewy. <laughs> I know. I don't like auto crit damage. I hate auto crit damage. Yeah, passion. I would say especially with the uh, everything right now, auto crit damage is tricky. Yeah. So that's my two hundred points. Holy there it is. Moses! All right. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you guys sticking in there and hanging right. out. Yep. You want to see mine? So we'll go back to mine because you all were so kind to me. <laughs> Charles gets a swarm. I get. You got morale involved, dude. I don't want to hear your nonsense. Oh, yeah. Like, that's going to matter. Let's make sure to give a rundown of the one that Charles has, too. Uh, yeah. It's uh, loading. So Charles has Tucker with Magpulse Warheads, Escape Pod with the um or I'm sorry, the Escape Craft with the autopilot drone. Um oh. <laughs> it loaded mine. Just kidding. Go back to Charles. He had a T70 and he was allowed to have um Sia. I don't know. Is that how you pronounce her name? I think that's Sigh. how you say her name. Sai? Sounds like a Twi'lek. Pro it probably is a Twi'lek. I, I think it is. Uh, v. Marani with Lamar and Scorch in the TIE FO and a Y-Wing, a scum Y-Wing with a dorsal turret, thermals, and an R4 astromech. Wow. That one got fat. Yeah. It's a linchpin. It's a linchpin. Yeah, that 51.270. I don't know. We vetoed the ion cannon. He only has a dorsal say, That ion cannon would have been murder. <laughs> he was just like, hey, you don't I know. want to go anywhere. That's why I was going to say, oh, I whatever. know the list we gave you I, was I, pretty I, poor. 
I ion Moralo evolve off the board, and he's just like, whatever, here I come back. No, remember, I thought the ruling was if he isn't destroyed, he don't come back. Yeah, no, 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 that's 100% um, true. That's, you the, can... that's the M3A. Or not the M3A, that's the Jumpmaster that has that. Morale Evolve is when you fly off the edge of the board, you can that's spend true. a charge to come back anywhere yep. within uh, range one of that yep. edge of the board. Yeah, Morale Evolve. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so the, it doesn't yeah. matter how he flees the battlefield, whether it's Ion or his own choice. If he flees the battlefield and has an available charge, he comes back. There you go. Oh, gotcha. And then, um, I could do that twice. <laughs> I get Morale Evolve with Cutthroat, Boba Fett, and Zam. Garvin in a T-65, a Jedi Knight with Delta 7B, and Muse in the TIE FO. Look, we both have TIE FOs. So to be fair, you can do it four times if you trigger it correctly. Kill him. If I trigger it correctly. Well, because you have have cutthroat. So if you do it and then Garvin dies or Muse dies because they're uh, non... uh, or they're limited pilots... They would refresh your cutthroat and, or uh, they would spend your cutthroat and allow you to refresh that charge. Uh, so that would give you three right there. So if I killed two of your named pilots while a charge was down on Moralo Evalo, you, you could flee the battlefield and come back four times and just kind of circle the outside of the mat. Yeah, well, it might be fun. I've never, I've never played some of these ships before. So, um, should be, be a good match, thing. honestly. It'll be a good thing. It's so Jank versus Jank. Let's minus, be fair. Minus the autopilot drone, I've never flown a single ship y'all gave me, so this is going to be an interesting <laughs> learning experience. You've never, so we're gonna you've do never this... flown a TIE FO. That's true. You probably haven't, have you? They, they don't exist in the scum world, so I don't know what that right, is. Right, right, right. I've shot at them multiple times. Yeah, but that's not an FO TIE. That's, no, that's an, an Empire TIE. The FO TIEs are way better. He ain't got way no shields. Good and they can take Good target guy. locks, man. It's just night and day. Just night right. and day. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We apologize for any audio issues or any of the uh, setup issues we had. Um, hopefully, you all join in, in the giveaways. Make sure you message us. Um, if you have not yet, make sure Danko you subscribe Wiskin. to it. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I'm sorry. Still waiting on Danko Wiskin. Please, Danko. Um, sorry. Yep. And make sure you message us on. Um, Twitch, Twitch, uh, not Twitch. Message us on Discord. That's the best place to get a hold of us. And um, essentially, if you have not followed us on Twitch or YouTube, please show up, show a little bit of love, share it with your friends. We will be live every night, 9 p.m. Eastern, every week, every Sunday, every Sunday, (laughs) every week, 9 p.m. Eastern. And um, we have more giveaways that we'll be doing um, throughout this season. So it's just kind of the uh, thing. And, And again, the idea of the show is, is we're helping everybody talk about, you know, beginner list, fun lists, and casual play. Thank you all. In Have a good plan. night. And we'll be back next week with another amazing planning phase syndicate. Thank you all. And have a good night.